Hello and welcome to this all new episode of Poetry Spoken Here. I am producer and technical director Jack Rossiter Munley. And very quickly before we get into the episode, I just wanted to mention as always that Poetry Spoken Here is produced by Cardboard Box Productions Incorporated, a small digital production company making podcasts about poetry, literature, and cultural history. You can find out more about Poetry Spoken Here and all of the other Cardboard Box Productions podcasts at cardboardboxproductionsinc.com. And, most excitingly, Cardboard Box Productions also has a newsletter called Unboxed that you can subscribe to, and that's a great place to get more information about the poets and writers featured on Poetry Spoken Here, and the people, poems, and subjects featured on all of the other Cardboard Box shows. So again, that's the newsletter Unboxed that you can subscribe to from CardboardBoxProductionsInc.com. On with the show! Hello and welcome to this all-new episode of Poetry Spoken Here. Today we are featuring one of the readings that was recorded in the spring of 2018 at the Unamuno Author Festival, which took place in Madrid, Spain. This is one of the readings that took place at Desperate Literature, which is a wonderful independent bookstore there in Madrid. This reading is by Maya Jewel Zeller. I hope you enjoy Our next poet is Maya Jewel Zeller. She is a poet, an essayist, a teacher. She is a collaborator with visual artists. She, um, she comes to us from the Pacific Northwest, where she teaches at Central Washington University, but she was born in the upstairs apartment of her parents' gas station on the Oregon coast and grew up in rural communities all over the place. Among her books is the interdisciplinary collaboration with the watercolor artist Carrie DeBacker. It's called Alchemy for Cells and Other Beasts. She's also the author of the chapbook Yesterday, The Bees, and Rust Fish. You can find her prose in places like Booth Journal, Bellingham Review, and the anthology This is the Place, Women Writing About Home. Uh, she has received a Promise Award from the Sustainable Arts Foundation and a residency in the H.J. Andrews Experimental Forest, about which I am very curious. Um, so she teaches poetry, as I said, and um, contributes to the literary community by editing for Scadland's books. Among her central preoccupations are the life and the mind of animals and the natural world, and her approach to these subjects is, to my eye, always done with earnestness and self-awareness, as when she says in a poem in Alchemy for Cells and Other Beasts, quote, I do not condone appropriation, but I do want to be like a turtle. Please welcome Maya Jewel Zeller. Thank you, Joan. I kind of want to hug you, but I'm not a hugger. I'm just going to launch in and then I'll say some things. Love poem for the flood. After the flood, I wanted to lie down in the brown muck of the field and let the earth swallow me. I wanted to let the earth swallow me the way it had the land, water rising up out of the ground, falling from the sky, flowing from the hills, spilling out of rivers. I wanted to spill out of rivers into the mouth of the earth. 
I wanted the mouth of earth on my mouth, the blue of sky eclipsed by our kiss. I wanted our kiss and eclipse to flow over the grass like a flood and muck up gravity. I wanted gravity flooding my body. I wanted my body pressed into the field, the field pulling my body deeper, the deep of my body fielded by mud. I wanted to be a flood. I wanted flood to know how I felt. I wanted the felt blue sky to lie on its back. Oh my God, Jericho Brown just said I'm good. <laughs> Major fangirl, Jericho. I was going to read an imitation of one of your poems tonight, and then I freaked out, so I'm not going, I can't. Okay. Registered horses. My best friend longed for a pinto, which she called a paint. The difference, I learned, was a certificate. Her actual horse, Misty, was a mixed breed, ruddy, brown, dun stripe like an electric wire down her spine, and we rode her tandem, bareback, across the floodplain when the grass was tall. We brought her spotted apples from the tree by the neighbor's house. At 16, we ached to be sultry, our lips pushed out to pout like Maryland's in some diner, James Dean in his black leather washing our names from his mouth with a vodka. I'd stare at Boulevard of Broken Dreams, which I later learned was a parody of Nighthawks. But back then, why should we care? We still had horses in our eyes, drove to Tacoma to shop for prom dresses. Mine was glitzy purple glam, slammed to my hips, and when I twisted, it turned mermaid green. The dance had spinny lights and boys, the after-party beer smelled bad, and I asked Matt to take me home. While he rubbed up his bronco, I stood alone in the dark and heard Misty neighing in her field. It didn't matter that she had no formal lineage, no father called Vintage or Maxwell. She was the real thing. And I floated like static through mosquito air to shore up against her hot, wet coat. I'm gonna stick with this one for a minute. After the highway slides out. There's no traffic to make us walk on the side of the road. Now, weave the yellow lines to pace as we please, and our father's tavern closes. No more tourists asking, which way to the covered bridge? Their new city cars scaring Joel's horses back from the fence, where they'd come for our petting and whistle-worn grass blades. Boys take machetes into their woods to pile sword ferns thick as meat on pallets to sell for $3 to a man who drives the long way from Raymond to pick them up in his blue painted truck. Or sisters strip away pieces of white and black bark from cascara until the trees bleed orange as the buoys dotting our flood fields. And smelt sells bucket by silver-limbed bucket to the men who still somehow come weekends from Seattle to fish the lower Columbia for steelhead and salmon. All Saturday, they sit in boulder-wedged lawn chairs, faces toward Astoria, thinking that smell is the sea, thinking they might catch our river on their rods. Should we show them? 
seal skin spotted with barnacles, slick as peeled daisies, lies rotting on the jagged spit. The flies buzzing and black as the pits of your eyes. Now I'm gonna read the one that comes from the anthology. So I'm gonna read it, and then I'm gonna invite Jorge to read it in Spanish. Jorge's here somewhere. Oh, right here, okay, hi Jorge, thank you. Um, and again, thank you to everyone who worked on the anthology. I don't wanna have say that a million times, so I'll just read the poem. There are two kinds of people in this world, and it does have a story. A friend of mine said she hated binaries. She hated it when people said there are two kinds of people in this world. So of course, as a poet, I was like, great, I'm gonna write a poem that's a response to that. and kind of, you know, flips it off, but also agrees with you that there are more than two kinds of people, so. There are two kinds of people in this world. Those who cry when they learn another whale's washed up dead, its stomach full of garbage, or those who say, the beach is far away, and I've also forgotten the last animal, its bottle cap belly dissected by wind and kelp flies. There are two kinds of dead whales on this beach, those who died because the water was too warm, and those who swallowed too much plastic. There are two kinds of plastic on this beach, the kind we're holding and the kind the sand is holding. There are two kinds of holding, the kind when you hold it all in, like an academic, and the kind when you hold forth, also like an academic, but also like an animal, tearing into its prey. And there are two kinds of animals on this earth, those who are killing it, those who are being killed. The killer whale is the latter of these types. Even though we've given it the sort of name, we like to offer those things that keep this world alive. Instinct or bees, the hybrid ones. They call them Africanized honeybees. They're the ones we created when we were playing one of two kinds of odds. Hay dos tipos de personas en este mundo, los que lloran cuando se enteran de que otra ballena murió arrastrada con el estómago lleno de basura y los que dicen la playa queda lejos y también olvidado al último animal, su vientre de tapas de botellas disecado por el viento y las moscas de las algas. Hay dos tipos de ballenas muertas en esta playa, las que murieron porque el agua era muy cálida y las que tragaron demasiado plástico. Hay dos tipos de plástico en esta playa, el que agarramos nosotros y el que agarra la arena. Hay dos tipos de agarre, el de cuando se internaliza todo como un académico y el de cuando no se deja de hablar también como un académico, pero igual que un animal que arremete contra su presa y hay dos tipos de animales en esta tierra los que están matando y los que están siendo asesinados. La ballena asesina entra en el segundo tipo, aunque le hemos dado el tipo de nombre que nos gusta otorgar a esas cosas que mantiene vivo este mundo, instinto o abejas, las híbridas, las que llaman abejas africanizadas, las que creábamos cuando apostábamos a uno, de los dos tipos de posibilidades. I'm so glad I didn't try to do that. 
I just have a few more. This is a prose poem, and it's based on a friend of mine, uh, the poet Ellen Welker, who, Joan, I think might be your uh, like poet sister, because we need to get you two together. Okay, so she has this poem in which she shoves the American buffalo off a cliff, and it's her anniversary, and she has a tiny kitten like leaving a claw in the middle of her palm. So we write poems to each other, so this was my response to her. So this is Ellen Bagged a Whale, and four of my students are here, so I just want to give them little shout-outs, like people who came all the way from the U.S. to this festival. Um, Brittany, who now is an MFA student at the Kent Consortium. Is it okay if I say your names? Rachel, who's about to go to the MFA at Eastern Washington University. Gabby, who goes to Central Washington University. And Jen, who goes to Central Washington University. And they all know Ellen, too. So, Okay, how am I on time? Do I have like two minutes, five minutes? Okay, perfect, thank you. I'll do two poems. Ellen bagged a whale. Ellen stuffed a whale into a plastic bag. I wanted her to let it out. Ellen, I called after her as she walked into the bright leaf day. Please let the whale out. Ellen walked into the leaves of my yard. My yard! Her hands full of zip ties. I climbed into the bag. It was dark, and there were many other animals in the bag. You can guess what they were. Horned and hooved, feathered and scaled. There were also some single-celled organisms, the sort we refer to as disease. Outside, in the bright leaf day, I could hear Ellen and a deer pissing in the yard. And Ellen coaxing the deer, feeding it zip ties. I could hear the deer begin to munch on Ellen's hair. I could hear the deer being a buck, the young one, and its four-point rack that wanders past my window when I'm grading, the one that reminds me where I am when I look up. I could hear Ellen out there with that buck, hear them wrestle, and then she wrenched its horns from its head, and you know it wasn't so surprising, it began to sing. I thought, I have been in this bag a long time. I wonder if it is night. I'm sure I'm running out of air. The whale was blocking the opening. I could feel myself falling asleep. Ellen, please let us out of this bag, I called. Ellen was teaching the deer to apply mascara. A rhinoceros was prodding me gently with its scabby horn. I heard the metallic croak of a taxidermied frog. A soldier walked by with his musket smoke. A soldier walked by playing a song about America on a little radio. There was a faint smell of rotting whale flesh. I found my MacBook inside the bag and opened a pages dock. It gave me some light. There was light in the artificial page, a little bit of light in the bag. Maybe it was day. Maybe someone had some water we could throw on this whale. I could see the whale's blowhole opening, and I wondered what sort of galaxy would come out. I took another drink of wine. I find wine helps with grading. I found wine helps, too, when you're inside a plastic bag, and Ellen is wandering your backyard, making friends with the wildlife, ripping off their parts while you suck the barnacles of your whale for salt, the way the deer now is licking Ellen's face like a pet, while you lie down naked on the drying skin of your whale in your plastic bag, because Ellen won't let you out. Thanks. Thank you. I don't know how to come back from that planet where I just went to. You've been listening to Poetry Spoken Here. I'm Charlie Rossiter, inviting you to join us again next time to let poetry speak to you. Music for today's program was written and performed by Jack Rossiter-Mundley. And remember, 
Poetry Spoken Here is more than a podcast. You can like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash poetry spoken here. Follow us on Twitter at twitter.com slash poetry spoken here. For more about today's show and other Poetry Spoken Here podcasts, as well as our blog, just visit our website, poetryspokenhere.com. If you'd like to submit suggestions of poets or topics for future podcasts, you can send to our email address, poetryspokenhere at gmail.com.